AustralianMusiciansRadio.com Australian Musicians Radio advises the following program may contain coarse language, adult themes, unsolicited product placement, quality banter, unscripted bullshit, dad jokes, cringeworthy puns, lewd anecdotes, general fuckery, and lots and lots of local, independent, original music. Hi, I'm Daniel. And I'm GM. And welcome to Bar Talk. Checking my phone and there's no messages from no one. Hey, how you doing? And no missed calls from my mom Fuck I swear it's times like these I get to thinking of you And what we could be No more keep it casual No more keep it shallow Let's get deep But we know this is not love We just young thumb A little fucked up We both know this is not love But it's close enough for me You know the deal no catching feels, keep them locked away Oh shit, I think I caught some It's probably not up, but hey I think it's part of life Radio.com
Welcome, welcome and howdy, dowdy, loudy folks to yet another absolutely fresh off the boat episode of Bar Talk, episode 20, bloody four. How are we, everyone? Um, Oh, great. Who's this person? Who invited you in? (laughs) Yes, I finally made it. I'm um, here to uh, join you, Mr. Dan. Some of you might know me from the Minty Fresh podcast that we also have on AMR. You you don't beat around the bush. Anyway, well, I want to welcome you, Loz. It's your first proper proper guest host uh, position here. How, How do you feel? Um, I feel great. I'm certainly happy with the music selection. You're very good at choosing songs, Dan. And I'm looking forward to the interview I, with I, Raru. Yes, more on that in a sec. But um, firstly, uh, yeah, welcome welcome to the show, Loz. It's been absolutely yonks since we last saw. And Totes. You've, um, you've, you've, you've sneaked on one of the previous episodes where me and Gareth were more gallivanting around and, and you whipped us into line. Mm, sneaked I on, I'd, I'd say kind of thrown into the deep end. Salavi, <laughs> salava, whatever you want. You see, uh, yeah, but you say that, but throwing you into the deep end is the best way to learn. Because if you're just paddling around in the, in the, I'm going to use, <laughs> I'm going to use the swimming, swimming analogy here, Loz. If you're paddling okay. around in the doggy, doggy pool, you're going to not, you're not going to learn how to swim properly. Whereas if the coach pushes you in the deep end, literally, you've got to learn how to, had a doggy paddle. All right. It's that's Do how I it have works. floaties. So, uh, ooh, should we? Should we? Should we? Should we should take that to a, a vote on the crowd? I reckon. All right. First, what, what do you say? First, <laughs> out of a hundred, uh, I'm happy with one floaty. One I'll floaty. compromise. That seems to be my uh, my pro- my uh, my talent is okay. compromising. If you were to okay, so what? What's your favorite? Have you ever gone on um, and floated? either on the river or a lake or at the beach or whatever, one of them big floaty rings? Uh, no, but I've been into the Yarra River um, during a high current with no one watching and I survived. So You, you, you purposefully went to the Yarra River? You, nobody purposefully goes into the Yarra River. Look, it was out in country somewhere. I think it was Tokemall. <laughs> It was a refreshing festival called Confest. It was part of my upbringing (laughs) and the music there was wild and free and everything that we love about me. You know, Confest is really close to where I grew up, actually, which is um, because I grew up in Denny, as everyone knows. And Mm -hmm. and Confest has always been You're a country boy. I'm a country yokel. Nah, you don't say. Yee, yee. Yeah, no, we used to have uh, we used to have confest near our um well near, I say near our place like thirty k's from where I lived, which mm-hmm. out in the country is is like basically next door, and uh, yeah, they you get some interesting characters down there. Mm-hmm. Um, the main one that got us though was the Ute Master because that was actually not that far from our house, and then you get like the absolute polar opposite of confest of confest reps. Just a- absolute bogans. Bushman 20, Billy. Thousand bogans. I didn't even know there were that many bogans, but they apparently oh my are. Goodness. Did you count every single one, Dan? Were you in on that count? Oh, where I, do you where do you sit yourself? Are you I, a bit a bit of column A, column B? I used to I <laughs> Well, I've Is never, there a column I've C never, that I don't know about? I've never done Okay, so I can never I can safely say I've never done a burnout and I can safely say I've never covered myself in warm mud. So perhaps I don't fit in either column, Loz. I'm, 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 I must be column C. But well, what's ap- your haircut saying at this point in time? 
Uh, um, well, if you I shave think that's the how top we all define off, ourselves, isn't it? If you shave the top bit off, I reckon I would have an absolutely epic mullet. Like we're talking VB 1980s bullshit. The top, the top tier mullet. Well, don't say I'm. I look. I grew up. I went to a hippie <laughs> school, but the guys that went to my school knew how to build an engine. And I don't know if that makes them bogans, but yeah, that just makes them practical. Exactly. I've seen some very impractical bogans around. And, uh, if, you, if you don't know how to have an engine or just buy a car, build it yourself. <laughs> just I like think that's Bush what me- we're doing. Just like Bush Mechanics. Remember, remember Bush that mechanics. show, Loz? No, of course not. It's like where they do I where they, they literally don't remember that show. It's a bunch of in, bunch of Aboriginal guys in the outback, and they find like bits of old car pieces, and they put them together and, and make these old cars run. It was oh, the that's most, initiative plus. It was the most entertaining show on Saturday morning. I, I bloody loved it. It's a cl- Australian classic. That Bush, sounds very classical. Bush Mechanics. Oh, it is. It is classic television. Ah, Loz, Dan. how are you feeling about this week? Because there are an absolute a score of absolute Plethora. brilliant tracks coming through. Um, totally. I'm so happy I, I finally got a female guest in for the f- female host well, for the first time. Well, we can't actually in- say that well, for sure. Well, that's but, that's um, the thing. It's been a bit of a sausage fest this week. I've noticed that um, just over since you know we've relaunched the podcast, we're averaging more female artists, both guesting and um, also, the ones that we showcase their music on the TV show. So this on the on the TV show, Daniel, get your act together on, on the on this on this podcast show. When will so, I will I be famous? So, <laughs> so it's almost a sausage fest this week, and I say almost because we've got we've got one song, one lone song by a female. Who's artist burning this the sausages? Week. Am I? That's my job, isn't it? I got to burn the sausage. Oh, don't use that analogy, Loz. I don't even know what it means. I just, I just literally said my idea of barbecues because I don't know how to, you know, I don't know how to do these podcasts. I'm, I'm still training. Um, if I was to be given the chance to cook the barbecue, I'd probably burn the sausage. I don't know. They're what about get vegans and vegetarian a- burgers? Like, there's just so many things to consider. There's so many. Different audiences that are, you know, wanting to know how I cook my barbecue. You see, with sausages, you can put a little bit of black on the outside. just adds a little bit of crispy flavour to it. Well, I can't have onions anymore because I'm on the FODMAP diet. So, uh, no one's eating at my barbecue. Well, well, I could probably put sauce all over it and disguise it, but, you know. Just hide the onions under the sauce. Nobody knows any better. Exactly. Get a, <laughs> get a plethora of sauces. Get the barbecue, the tomato, the relish. Don't get forget the, the mustard. The mustard. And the mustard. Was. All of it. Everybody forgets the mustard at the barbecue. Uh, I, oh. I digress. And In the fact, hot dog. And oh, Yeah, that's, that's on your hot that dog. That should be my nickname, hot dog. Hot dog. <laughs> All right, hot dog. Settle down. Uh, we've, got, we've got to talk about, about the tracks we just played. Absolutely. Uh, we started on an absolute killer um, actually, the first of many acoustic-based tracks this week. Really, really interesting that we had a lot of, yeah, very very acoustic-based tracks, and this one was no exception, but hell in high water. That was a that was a real poppy R&B slice of heaven from across the Tasman. Um, mm-hmm. Ray is a Tassie artist, and I've, I'm, I'm doing my classic laws where I have forgotten to bring up the PR, um, so I'm going to do that right now and edit it oh, out later. Okay. I'll tell everyone what my favourite juice is at the moment. It's just celery, a shot, 30 mils every day, and then you're good to go. It'll help you with your 
FODMAP diet. It'll help you digest the music that we play. Sometimes it's just so brilliant that I think the listeners are shocked by how good it is. I know you are, Dan. You are, you are, do you go to You're going to give me some celery juice later? I can. I can get an Uber uh, Eats uh, celery uh, driver over to you ASAP. Sounds good. Get you alkalized, alkalized, akinalized. All right. Um, uh, all yes. those good things. So. Ray. Bought, Rui so, or Ray? Borderline. Well, I mean. Was the bo- first track. I think we're borderline on the pronunciation. Uh, Ray. I, th- I, I call it Ray, but you can call it Ree. I don't know. Who, who knows? Uh, nobody I do knows. I like to make my own uh, make language your, up. As make we your know. own mind up. Yeah. I'm an original. Uh, but. Ray, he's come out with his new single, Borderline, and it's an epic track. Uh, it's part of- um, I'm trying to work out if it's going to be part of his upcoming uh, upcoming release, Loz. Okay. You see, unlike Mint Factory, I don't so much read the, P- the presses as I do just uh, see what's sticking out in bold and then read it out. Oh, uh, like the headline? Yeah. Would, yeah, would you happen I'm- to know any of the PR- <laughs> That have helped us get this music. Yeah, this one, that would be very helpful. This one was sent in by by Beehive, and it comes with an oh. awesome music video if you get the chance to watch it. Very, very simple, but uh, classic. A classic type of uh, music video. Yes, um, I won't give much away, but it's it's cool. And after I'd that, I class it as sick. All right, sick, fully sick, brav. Um, but yes, awesome stuff, Ray. Go and check it out. It's out now. Uh, after that. Now, this one, I'm going to let you talk about this one, Loz, because you've, you've heard this one. You mentioned uh, before how, how much you'll enjoy it. There's been much discussion if it's AKA or Aka Louie. <laughs> Pushing me aside, that seems to be, for those who don't know Gareth, who's the producer of, um, the, the director and producer of AMR, this is his favorite track at the moment. Is, oh. I'm not sure why. There is no line to go to the toilet here. <laughs> it's clear couches until the seas are red. Um, we're not getting pushed aside at all. We're pushing me aside is what's happening, Dan. Um, have you ever felt like you've been pushed aside ever? Yeah. When, when this, when this stupid bicycle guy pushed me over the, the, the walking track before. Oh, no. Absolutely cut. I was, I was very annoyed. Some, some cyclists, I've, I've bitched about this before on the show. Some cyclists are very, very respectful, but then you get others that are coming at 80 Ks an hour along the bike track. And they don't ring Holy the bell. Dooly. That just that that's my pet peeve. How much respect though do you have for those who wear the magpie helmets? Like, <laughs> even if it's not magpie season, it's just like general respect. I, I call like, I call them hedgehogs. If you're on a tram and you're wearing that helmet, please can we be friends? I call them hedgehogs because of all the spikes. I love it. Yeah, it's just we should just start wearing them up for COVID. Of course, <laughs> we, should, we should wear them for fashion. It's for style. And on vacation, and and on and on and on holiday, yes, um, for sure. Aka Louie, pushing me aside is out now as well. Again, another great music, a great music video with this one as well. He's in a supermarket. I know, right? Around. He's representing the V eight juice and the hair products like there ain't no one's business. <laughs> yeah, it's like I wonder how much they paid him. <laughs> <laughs> By um, the end of it, he can't even walk out of the store. He's just like someone that push full me. On juice, that full on celery juice. That's it. There you go. See, we've got to sell the AMR celery juice. <laughs> you can be my ambassador. And we've got to get the matching denim going on because his outfit was 
proper. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The denim, the matching denim. Oh, that, that. yes. He's going full retro, this guy. You can tell with the, like, the synth sounds and then the sort of the uh, augmented vocals as well. Very 90s, I have mm. to say. Groovy. But, mm. Yeah, go and check him out. both songs out now, folks. Do yourself a favour. Uh well, I was going to say before we before we go to the next track lots, we should mm-hmm. I should quickly mention, of course, I had a lot of fun the other day interviewing Raro, a Sydney-based rapper who's just brought out his um, new EP, which we chatted all about. We had a lot of fun talk going into like the influences and the of um, not just music but different artistic styles and and different artistic mediums he's put into making yeah. the EP. So, yeah, uh, really looking forward to hearing that interview back and I hope Very you enjoy so. it just as much as I did doing it in the first place. I but, did a do. Yeah, oh, yeah. I but, did um, a do-do. But, Rara, it was a lot of fun to chat to. So, that's coming up next. Very excited. However, next up is, is – this one's a really interesting one. Um, this is the – this is off Blake Scott's uh, do- debut solo record. Fever. Now, yes, the song is called Fever. And uh, now, for those of you who are, you know, in the loop with just everything and anything, uh, Blake Scott is from the band. Oh come on, we can talk about him after we play the track. We've got so much time. We. Well, we actually won't. That's the thing because <laughs> we're going to be playing the interview next. But um, oh. we're, yeah, we're, that's what we're going to chat about now. But no, uh, Blake Blake Scott, otherwise the frontman for the Peep Temple, a well-known band from like the last ten years or whatever. Uh, anyway, they've he's come out with his brand new um, solo record called Let's hear it. Nis Nis. I can't quite Nisitum. I think that's how you pronounce it. Some weird weird word. I don't know what it means. But um, one of the main main singles off that was Fever. Now, I don't know. I don't know if you've had the chance to listen to this one yet, Loz, but the bass line and the guitar work just intertwining throughout the whole thing. Honey, if you mm. just play it for me, I could listen to it. Oh, we're going to play it here right in a sec. Please um, do. But, yeah, go and check it. The, the album's out now as of, um, as of last week. Uh, it's been getting a shit ton of really good reviews all around the country. So, yeah, he's been getting a lot of love. Um, but please check out the music video. Another again, third times a charm as well on this brilliant music video. Bring it I on. don't know where they filmed it, but it's out in a lake somewhere. It looks like out in the middle of the desert, uh, and it's just he's just sitting on the sand with a bunch of disco balls. Talk about style, Loz. Are you going to play the track, Dan, or am I just going to have to sit here imagining <laughs> disco balls all up in my grill? <laughs> All up in your grill. Oh, I love disco balls. Can't get enough for disco balls, can you, Loz? Come on now. Don't oh, hold back. Come, come now, on. Loz. What what show are the good folks at home listening to? We're listening to Bar Talk with uh, episode 24 with Loz and Joy and Mr. Dan. Joy? AMR. Who's Joy? Who's this third wheeler that you've suddenly- Loz and Joy. It's previously <laughs> known as Loz and Jar. Ah, I see where that's coming from. I like it. I like Loz and Joy. I, I like it. All right, it. here we go, Dan. All right, Fever, here it is. Blake Scott. I didn't see it coming at all. On the hook, line to it. Plow the fellow, pull the colour from my eye. Chum the bowls in this witch's kennel, where we poison dogs lie. I'm holding hard on a hand grenade. As the rat king crosses serenade, I'm gonna keep it, keep it. I'm gonna fever. 
Ay shway gucci top in spin Fever Oh I'm slower till I reach the end I got a fever I'm cooking real hard All the things I've done I got a fever It's getting real fucking prickly here Stone cold killer Crack the whip With a heavy hand Box for a filling. Fever sings as I wake the sun. It burns well, this all hand. I let the brush fires through my lungs. Good fever. Bass rate goes to the top end. Spin fever. Oh, I'm slower till I reach the end. I've got a fever. Cooking real hard on the things I've done. I've got a fever. It's getting real fucking prickly. Picking shit in the land of living sun And I just can't cool the burn I just can't get it done I'm like a picking shit in the land of the living sun And I just can't cool the burn I just can't get it done I'm like a picking shit in the days of the living sun And I just can't cool the fire I just can't get it done I'm like a pig in shit In the land of the living side And I just can't cool the burn I just can't get it done I got a fever Got bass rate boots and top end spin Fever oh, I'm slower till I reach the end I got a fever I've been cooking real hard on the things I've done I got a fever well folks welcome back to uh episode well whatever episode this is of bar talk here on this fine whatever part of the day you're listening uh now i won't waste any more time of your lovely people's times because uh this this episode i've got the absolute pleasure of uh talking to alt hip-hop rapping sensation from sydney um he's just put out his ep too warm-blooded and it is a ripper EP. Please give up your give up your uh, respects and silent clapping over the headphones to Rero. Hello, how's it going, everyone? Yes, hey, Daniel, how's it going? I, I, I forgot to ask. That's the correct pronunciation. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Raro. I mean, Raro, Raro. When I speak the Siri, it says Raro, but you right. know you can call me Raro. If you know, if you want complete, complete um, accuracy, you you have to imagine yourself as a husky. I'm trying to say Carlo, which is how I actually got my rap name. So I would bribe my um, my husky Bowie with jelly beans, and um, eventually she spat out Raro. And then when I was making my music, I had to think about. It. I'm like, oh, I got to give myself a name, and that was the first that came into it. So yeah, if you want to pronounce it, just pretend you're a husky going Raro. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's pretty much it, man. That's how that name came to be. Ah, yes, it's a dog. It's a real dog days over here. Yeah, Um, even even my logo. I was like, I have to put the dog in there, of course. Is that? I don't think I've seen the logo. Yeah, I got my. I think I've got on my Instagram somewhere. It's like a little. It's like a dog with a bone in its mouth. (laughs) I'm bringing up the Instagram right now, folks. Actually, there's a funny, funny story because um, you're not the only rapper that's or, or artist that's called Raro. 
I noticed that too. And there's a drink as well, like some sort of like Kool Aid thing in in New Zealand as well. I think really, Ra- yeah, yeah. So there's other, Ra- yeah, there are there are other um, Raras out there, you know. You know they're all just howling at the moon. Well, because <laughs> this is funny, and I, I, yeah, if the other Raro is listening, he's probably going to find mm. this funny because I, when you, <laughs> when we played your song of version, you race, you, yes, one of your yep. the the first single off your EP. Mm-hmm. When I was tagging everyone on Instagram. I tagged the other Raro, <laughs> and he's from Melbourne, actually. Um, oh, we're, really? We ended up what? chatting, yeah, no yeah, because he's like, it's. Oh. I know it's like two. I think he said he's also a rapper, which is bizarre. Oh, wow. I don't, correct me if I'm wrong, other Raro. There's another Raro. I like this yeah. already. We should put him up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, yeah, and then he goes, "Look, I, I think you've got the wrong guy. I haven't released my music. That my music hasn't come. Like the song hasn't come out yet. That mine. It's like, oh yeah. shit, sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll rectify that immediately. And he, and you mentioned the the. The um so your Raro is Raro on Instagram. I, I we normally don't yeah, go Raro over there. Yeah, <laughs> and then, but he is. You mentioned the drink. The other Raro is Raro like the juice. Ah, I see. I see. Interesting. I yeah, so we all know the juice. I haven't even tried it. I need to try it. <laughs> I've never tried. I, I don't. I'm, the other one that I the only one I know that's from New Zealand is Iron Brew. Oh, yeah, yeah, Iron Brew. Or is it from Iron Scotland? Brew. I don't know. It's something some, some somewhere like, like that. A, drink isn't it like a like a uh, like a sweet tasting like i don't like, know uh, yeah it's I've had to- it once i think it's interesting actually <laughs> i just realized um for our non-alcoholic review this this month i will have to actually try it so just remind me folks if yeah. i haven't by the by the end of this month if i haven't tried iron brew for my non-alcoholic drink because you can get it there is a uk yeah. and new zealand section of the supermarket i don't know if you've ever realized Yes. Um, purely for all the uh, purely, purely for all the Kiwi expats out in the audience, uh, that you can get your iron brew and your your weird lollies or whatever that they make over there. Yes, yes. I actually frequently look at that aisle in cold, and I always live with something. Admittedly, which I I'm, one of my vices. I love my sugar man, so I'm always in that aisle. <laughs> about <laughs> it's lollies of the world with with raro yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah i like show. to try all flavors and make sure that it inspires my taste buds and my musical um ventures <laughs> well speaking of culinary delights with um with with rappers hmm. uh i saw like it that, that uh i was a couple of years ago now what was his name um oh shit why have, why have i um why have, why have has my why has my mind gone blank that that bloody white <laughs> rapper from um, post malone <laughs> Post Malone. That white rapper. <laughs> Which one, Daniel? <laughs> I love that guy. Post Malone did like a whole thing about why he loves Olive Garden or whatever that, that place is oh, in America. Interesting. Apparently they do free. Apparently that's, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, American listeners, but apparently they give you free um, free garlic bread sticks or whatever over there. Damn. I need to go visit. I like garlic bread. I love that. <laughs> I well, love it's, it's just, even more though. <laughs> it's just breadsticks. I don't know. Like breadsticks are heavy. It's like so when you bad. go to it's like when you go to Guzman y Gomez and they just like it's like the you free just go, toppings, man. Like yes. go hard on the free toppings. You, you have just, to. You just get so as important. much hot sauce and as much uh, coriander yeah. and, and red onion well, as you want. Yeah, red onion and jalapenos. Yeah, man, hundred percent. Yeah, so yeah. Good. Red onions. So but I noticed now with COVID, it's like mm. RIP the uh, self serve self serve salsa bar. They they yeah they have to you have to ask for it 
now. You have to go. Yeah, you can do. You yeah. Please, and not just can I have a, a tub of um, coriander. It's like, can you please put coriander in my taco? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, can you put an excessive amount? Like, I know that sounds rude, but can you just give me more than the normal, please? Because that's what I would do. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they, they never they put about one quarter of what you would normally yeah, put in. It's sad, man. It's sad. Uh, Gyg execs, this is my this is my prayer to you. Uh, please bring back the salsa bar when COVID's yeah. over. I want to overdose on red onion uh, and and green green jalapeno, pino hot sauce. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, I agree. I, I completely agree with that. Um, Missing the I, I, zest. We can we can we will make a petition. I'll make a petition. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Get it done. Next EP is <laughs> going to be dedicated to Mexican food. Hundred percent. Yes. I, I don't challenge me. I'll do it. I'll write a song completely about tacos, and I will not, not feel bad about it. My, my enchilada homies. The enchilada homies. Oh, I like. We that. stick That's together cool. when That's things it. get hot. We stick together. That's it. Always spicy. Remember, not too cheesy. Not too cheesy. No, but, but enough sleazy. I, I feel that. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yeah, I love me some GYG man. Always there. So good. <laughs> yeah, there was. Um, I'm so sad because we haven't been able to go there for like the last nine months. But there is a Mexican place that doesn't half price every Monday and Tuesday, and they oh. do these big. They do like the margarita bowls that you get at oh, um, yeah. that you get, get you get at the that the taco bill, but better. Yeah, that's like, mad. As just so much good, and it's really good too. I'm, I'm can't I can't yeah. wait to go back. But yeah, um, it's just. Cool. I really hope they don't get rid of the half price thing when they open again. I'll be so disappointed if they do. <laughs> That's man, bad review. You have to put it on Google for sure. Be like, look, yeah. man, I need that. I need that half price back. Please. Yeah. Oh, it's like it was always packed. It was always their busiest night. It's like it always yeah. it was always hard. You had always had to book in. So hopefully, yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Anyway, uh, enough about <laughs> Mexican food and more about some tasty tunes that have been coming yes. out recently. Raro, you've released your brand mm. new EP called Cold Blooded. Mm. Yeah, I, saw, uh, I think I said warm blooded. Warm, 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 warm blooded. Warm My God, blooded. Uh, Michael. Sometimes I am cold blooded. Blood. Yeah, it's like I, I like to stay reptilian. Sometimes, you I, know what I'm saying. I just realised <laughs> Michael's put the name of the EP wrong in the press uh, release. <laughs> it's okay, man. What, this- like, anyways, it's, it's warm blooded. And look, I'll give you some backstory on that. Why I call it warm blooded? Mainly because, man. Like, I always feel, it sounds strange, but, like, my body always feels physically hot, and it kind of frustrates me. And then I was thinking about when I was writing this EP, I'm like, man, this whole thing sounds extremely frustrated. And so, when I was workshopping the name for it, I was like, you know what? Like, I feel hot, and, you know, I need to get outside and get some air. Then I was like, man, I'm always warm-blooded. I'm like, whoa, warm-blooded. Like, that's that's <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm like, this is perfect. Like, it's exactly how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, so I was going to say, you're not one, obviously not one of the lizard people then. No, but I finally make reference to it in a version. You don't? Did you? Yeah, in a version, like, I don't know, like, depends if you're listening intently to some of the lyrics, but at one point in time, I think I talk about lizard people. There's so (laughs) many references, and I know that's a rap, that's a rapping thing. It's always a a hip hop thing to drop references. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it really is just full of them. Like, you've got old. Old, and mm. I'm guessing they must be horror film clips in some of the the tracks. And yeah. you've got like 
any inversions. Like, uh, what is it yeah. that? What? Where is it from? The the moment he knew he fucked up. Oh, that's in so honestly, many- man, it was from that. It was from that meme of that guy like jumping over the over the crates, and then he tries to to make the gap, but then he falls and like bashes his face a little bit. Um, it was from that. <laughs> where is it from? Where's the original audio from? Like, I've been trying I, to work I, it out. I actually look, man. I tried to search it a little bit at the time, but it was sort of just like chilling in my like meme sample bank, and I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna use this. <laughs> just remember, folks. Yeah, I have to. I have to. I have to source one a little bit more. Go a bit deep to the internet. <laughs> Just remember, folks, any meme is uh, copyright free. Yes, exactly. Just remember you know, that, that, folks. I, Everyone- I saw it and I was like, you know what? Like, and, and part of my part of my motto to that as well, man, is like, you know, I, I like to involve humor when I can. Like, <laughs> if I can, it, I like inject some whimsicalness into the stuff I do. I like, I have to do it, you know? So, um, yeah, it definitely, um, that the choice for that sample was, um, yeah, it didn't take me too long. I like, I chucked it in and I was like, yes. I mean, it- <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I have to, I have to admit I do cause it changed. It does change key, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. A lot of, a lot of what I really like about one blooded as opposed to my, my prior release with um, planet cool. Um, it, it not only does it tell a story of just my progression as a, a producer and an artist, um, but what I wanted to challenge myself with was um, seeing how much I could get away with within three minutes or, you know, what, however long I'm writing my track because um, you know, you're, you're writing music and you're, you're developing certain like progressions and like, you know, different verse bits and, you know, reprises and choruses. But, you know, like I liked the, I like, especially like taking reference from JPEG mafia and like just yeah. all of these experimental old, hip hop producers I love how they take you through this journey of sound in a song and it's it's not like your typical you know 4-4 you know you've got your chorus mm. uh, verse chorus you know all that it's like um, I really wanted to utilize the idea of sort of yeah taking listen, you know, people listening to the music through a, a journey um, so it's almost like like even though there's seven tracks on there, for me it feels like it's a, it feels longer in a sense, like with the switch ups and yeah, that that little like um uh, sample that I used was like that was sort of like one of my techniques of sort of like taking people through that journey. It's almost like a light switch moment where you're like flicking off to something else, and it's almost like an alternative path to what mm. you think the the song would go in. And um yeah, you know that that actually was a really good challenge for me as well because um. I've really had to sort of like use my ears and make sure those make sure that those transitions were either intentionally um you know abrupt and like worked for that particular reason or that they like transitioned quite smoothly into the next sort of development of that part of the song. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed doing that with this um EP and like Planet Cool Planet Cool was a little bit more um uh I think it was it was my first sort of like not attempt at writing music, but sort of like building like uh, sonic imagery. Yeah, and yeah. the first, yeah, I think it was very innate for me to sort of write the songs the way I did back then. And yeah, so I, I really wanted to push the limits with this one and just try different techniques and whatnot. So do you, do you feel then that your album last year with Planet Cool was sort of just mm. building on what you could do as a producer and then what this year mm. with your with the new EP, you were saying, mm. well, how can I push it? Is that what you yeah, intend? That's much. what you 
So that's what you're yeah. intending. Yeah, and like it, it turned out like a lot of those songs, I, I think Genuflect was like one of the first ones I wrote um, that sort of guided this whole project. Um, that was when I first really tried to do it. And I was like, wow, like this is this is pretty um, powerful in what I could do with just this length of time. Um, yeah, and it was, yeah, it felt like me just trying to push the limits, seeing what else I could do. Um, and yeah, because I think the instrumentals is a big part of like why I love doing all of this is you know, it sets the stage in a sense for me. Yeah. And once I've got that like composition of something that sounds unique or, you know, um, that's when I start really thinking lyrically, like, well, what's the narrative? Like, what's the setting in this now? Like, wh- how, how am I going to attack this? Like, wh- what's like the character that I'm sort of taking on for this performance of this track? And that's what I really liked about it. Really like writing those instrumentals in that way really got my brain thinking like, damn, like now, you know, there's obstacles here. Then now the, the character goes this way. And yep. yeah, it's really cool, man. Yeah. So does, does song order really play an importance when you are putting your release? together because like do you um, do you find I, that you're writing in order or is it just you have to do a lot of shuffling around once you've once you've got the skeletons of the songs together yeah it, that's a great question because um you know i think on service value you would assume that like maybe artists like you know would write in that sort of chronological order of the way that the the album is stacked but um i'd say it's sort of like a 50 50 situation like with those ones uh with warm blooded specifically hmm. i think it was like yeah it uh, the way that the album um starts is very similar to how i wrote it um yeah. towards the end it flips up a little bit um in terms of like order of chronological the way i sort of wrote those tracks and you know but yeah there i genuflect transitioning into um uh, what is it headless geisha mm. um those, yeah those two and then i think i wrote a version after that i was gonna chuck it in um i think i had it in third spot at one point but then i moved it because yeah i think when you're starting to put it all together um, what I like to do is like I chuck all my tracks into like one audio project, like new new project, yeah. and sort of just play with different sequencing and what they sound like. So, yeah, I guess to answer your question, yeah, I think starting for me, it felt right to start with my first one that I wrote for this project, which was yeah, Genuflect, and then the rest that followed was like okay, so let's see how this goes sonically, like if this song bleeds well into this song, or yeah. And I guess since it has been released now for a few weeks. Have mm. you found that the reactions from people around you have been what you were expecting or has it surprised you what, what people's thoughts have been about the release? Um, it's interesting. Like when I when I released on release day, I had a lot of my mates listening to it and, you know, and sort of like giving me their, you know, their favorite tracks or what they like. Uh, I knew with this project, because it is like I, because I, I, I am comparing it. I shouldn't compare it to Planet Cool, but I know that I took it. I set a certain expectation with my my um, my past work, but with this one, I'm like, I really don't know how people are going to perceive it. I really enjoyed it, and when I was showing it to people, and like when I was developing it and having like you know the homies come over and check out the new stuff, the I just homies, started, I was gauging, the crew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, when when the, when the, boys the brothers, around, you know, the, brothers the brothers that are die for yeah. you. Yeah, hundred percent. They they know who they are. They know who they are. 
um yeah um, they know what's real yo yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm just sort of sitting there and just playing them playing them these crazy ass tracks that i've made and i'm gauging their like their reactions and that's sort of like that's what i found was really important in this project as well because you know i don't i don't claim to be a professional i'm just a guy making music and putting stuff together but you know, like um, seeing, you know, having those people who will give me like real feedback, you know, and constructive feedback, um, just gauging their expectations of what I played. I felt pretty confident about it. Um, and yeah, when I went out, man, like, yeah, like it's, you know, it's overwhelming at some points where, you know, you get all this amazing positive um, feedback and like people are playing your music and um yeah so look to answer the question i i think it's it's received it's been received well um within my reach i guess you know um but you know when you release a project it's it's an ongoing thing you know it's out there now and you know people will hit you up randomly every now and then and just let you know their thoughts on the songs and stuff yeah so you know it's it's an ongoing process but um yeah man i'm always happy when i when i release music and like I, this being a more experimental one, like it's, I've been more interested in to see what people have been saying about it. And yeah, I'd say it's been received quite well. A lot of people like it. Mm. Uh, some people are a bit confused. Um, my family <laughs> gets a bit confused when they listen to it because um, it's a bit intense. Um, like yesterday, I was with my mom. We were just driving around and she, she started putting it on. <laughs> and like in my mind i'm like yeah this is cool but i'm like i wonder what my mom's thinking about it but she'll always like it <laughs> um, there was you know, there no was a what I did. yeah but i wonder i'm like trying to think i'm like what does she actually think of this composition <laughs> of this song like it's a bit different it's not used it's not how you know like the music that she usually listens to so um yeah i don't know man you get all different sorts of things you know somebody yeah some it's, it's a little bit of like oh you're doing this stuff <laughs> now and then it's also a bit of like yo this is mad like you know so <laughs> i don't know you'll yeah, have to you'll have to put in a, a little secret microphone or camera in the car <laughs> So you can yeah. catch her actual natural reaction to it, just so you get the yeah. real feedback. Yeah, oh, she, she pulled me out the other day because in Apple, I, I completely recorded one of our phone conversations without her knowing and threw it in the song, and she was happy about it when she heard it. But um, I'm always, I'm always recording. <laughs> like I'm always walking around with like Should- phone pocket, mics hot. Just get all the birds and the diegetic sounds of nature. <laughs> like, your next release good, should be man, called. Like uh, your, ne- your next release should be called National Security, whatever it is. National- <laughs> NSA. Your next release should be called NSA. Yeah, yeah, man, I, I should just become an agent. You just know, like a. a- <laughs> <laughs> He's already got all the equipment. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Sign me up. <laughs> just put like um codes in your songs, like it's just like you yeah. know, like with the old school the like messaging. <laughs> no, like yeah. in the James Bond films or whatever. Like get smart. They'll like have the the scene where the guy comes up. And he'll say a random phrase, ah, and, and the guy, yeah, that's, yeah we get smart. Where the phrase where, where he's been told the baseball team will meet at ten or something like that, and he's, um, <laughs> and then and then he's expecting that to be the phrase, and then some random guy opens up the paper and it's about baseball, and the baseball team will meet at ten. He thinks he's the agent when he's really just some random reading a newspaper and gets confused. <laughs> It's like that. Yeah, that's that's cool. Actually, I like that idea. It's like little breadcrumbs. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, you're, you mentioned about your family and that. Mm. So, obviously, there has been a level of support then, even though it might not be the music that your family is is used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, they've obviously been very supportive of, of you with your yeah. musical endeavours. Yes, correct. Yeah. 
Well, you know, like my my mom really got me into music when I was young. Mm. Um, you know, like my first earliest memories of music is Michael Jackson um, yep. dancing in the lounge room. We had this old piano, which I just learned. I sort of just started playing, you know, just for entertainment. Um, yeah, so my family has always been very supportive. And, you know, my mom put me into piano classes and stuff. Hated it. Didn't like it. Um, <laughs> it, it was cool. I mean, like, I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll learn how to play. But, um, yeah, you know, like, she, she's a very big part of um, sort of my musical passion. And, like, um, she, yeah, really got me into music. She, she loved to dance and, like, teach choreography and all that stuff. So, you know, I was introduced to music. And pop music and like uh, R&B and soul and you know all sorts of stuff that was happening in the 90s mm. um, at a pretty young mm. age so yeah now like they're, yeah, they're super supportive um, you know it's interesting like even my sister so my sister's like she's quite creative herself um, yeah. we recently did like a photo shoot um, which was sort of her business is kind of like creating costumes for like artists and stuff. Okay. Like uh, for film clips and things. What a handy resource to have just yeah. lying around. Yeah. For little favors. Yeah. Well, I won't tell mum what you did last like week that. if you make me a costume. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, pretty much <laughs> like, man, she's a gun at it too. So, um, yeah, like in terms of talking about support, you know, like that was a project that she was doing to sort of boost her business. But, yeah. you know, I, I featured as the model for that. And, you know, next thing you know, we've got this like nice collaborative project, mm. um, which we're both, you know, you know, you know, really happy about. And yeah, that, that sort of just shows like the level of support, um, that, that I'm currently, you know, blessed to have in my family. You know, my dad's very supportive. Um, yeah, it's it's good, man, and it's it's nice to have that because I know there are, there are people out there who are you know making music and you know may, their parents may be telling them not to do it for whatever reasons, you know, and like I completely understand that, but you know I'm, I'm very grateful that I, I have that and that you know they constantly give me that love and support that um you know everyone needs when they're making stuff for themselves. Cool. Mm. You mentioned um, just then. We're going to talk. We're actually going to. I'm going to quickly mention the the song we're about to play. Actually, which is mm. the the brand new single "Genuflect" and the opening mm. track, as you were mentioning yep. before, of the EP. Um, yeah. You mentioned just then you did learn piano, so I want to know because mm. the song features a lot of a lot of quite prominent mm. Latin. Yeah, inspired yeah. piano. Did you actually do that yourself, or was that sampled? Yeah, yeah. So, like, it, it to to complete transparency, there was a sample that I really liked, and I wanted to replicate it. Um, so, and having the piano skills that I have, um, yeah. So, I sort of like um, took inspiration from this one thing, and then yeah, played it in. Um, what one of my weird talents is with music is like I don't actually know how to read music. Um, yeah. I, when I was young, they tried to teach me, and I knew for a little bit, but like everything for me has been in the ears. So like when I hear mm. something and I give myself enough time, I can almost completely replicate the melody. So it's like, and then obviously at that point you make your own changes, you personalize it and stuff. And, you know, but uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of that is, um, you know, me playing. So, yeah. yeah. How much of the EP in total is real instruments or how much compared to yes, samples? Uh, I use Ableton um, to produce my music, you know, so as you know, like I have an array of like MIDI instruments plus samples and all that stuff too. Um, this project, I mix it. I would say it's almost like, oh, it's hard to say. Like you know, speaking about that journey part of my my tracks and how they change so frequently, it's hard to remember. But it was it's quite balanced, if not more MIDI with yep. some of it. Um, yeah, and then a lot of the samples that I use, I use them for texture to add sort of like 
see one of my favorite things to do, you know, just being an advocate of like and complete enthusiast of film and mm. all of that and storytelling is I need I always wanted my tracks to sound sort of cinematic or have an element that's almost otherworldly. Yeah. So a lot of the samples I use, um I, I'm very fond of using like um atmospheric kind of um ominences and ambiences to sort of start as a first layer and then I build around that. Yeah. So it's yeah, the whole project sort of has a mix of of both MIDI and also sampling. Nice. I mm. I think we should get straight on to playing Genuflect, I think. Yeah. So damn good song and a great opener, really. Yeah. Really yeah. Gathers your attention for the rest of the, the release. Thank you. Thank you. So here it is. <laughs> we'll be back soon with Raro speaking all things well, who knows what we'll be speaking about. We haven't recorded it yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's Genuflect. It's the latest single off Warm Blooded, the new EP, uh, out now. So we'll play it for you now and we'll be back soon. Thank you.
Oh, yeah, folks. Take a load of that in. That was uh, the newest single by Raro, Genuflect. Yeah. Oh, you'll be on your knees. Ne- you're on your knees after that song, I tell you. Yeah. Uh, yes. Down the aisle. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Praying for the Lord of music. No. Praise <laughs> um, Really good song. And, uh, yeah, as we said, great opener to the whole EP. I've, I've noticed that when I was listening to it, there's just every single song just follows after the other one, but it's, it's just it provides a different tone. There's just mm. not- Two, there's no two songs that are the same on the release. Mm. I'm guessing that was a intentional thing, yeah? Yeah, for sure. You know, um, big inspiration to the project. So, I mean, a lot of the themes are like romance, tragedy, um, religion, you know, hence a lot of those sort of like genuflect. It's mm. kind of like based on like uh, my experience with religion, like going through it, falling out of it, like all that sort of noise but um in terms of the tones yeah it's i one of my biggest inspirations as well was um dante's inferno the the book oh yes Uh, yeah and i you know i really wanted to level of like this character traveling through i mean what you're going to make analogy to of like the nine circles of hell kind of thing Mm. like each track sort of represents a point in time of like this greater journey so why i sort of wrote the tracks to almost yeah like transition into each other but it's almost like they yeah they're all sort of part of this collective um story i guess um yeah so that's that was in there that's sort of the intention with why the tracks sort of have that sort of um flow thing to them yeah Dante's – see, this thing, I don't know if you've ever had the chance of studying it at all, <clears throat> but Dante's Inferno, for those of you who don't know, people know what Dante's Inferno is, everybody does, but I don't think people mm. quite realise how important it is to the, the language of it, the, the Italian language, mm. because it really is their version of Shakespeare, like mm. how influential the language is into the modern day the yeah. modern day way that they speak and write. It's just considering yeah. how old – and it's a lot older than, than Shakespeare. But yeah, the how, translations – but yeah. essentially how close it is to the modern language is surprising considering how mm-hmm. old it is. Yeah, like you read it and like on um, first impression you're like, okay, so it's kind of like poetic and it's sort of like stanzas and all that stuff. But yeah, um, yeah once you start reading and you're like actually can kind of form- formulate an idea of what's mm-hmm. happening here. Yeah. And yeah, it, it has so many like it, even just the, the crux of it, it like has a lot of um, – what you call it you can draw a lot of like similarities and you know really compare a lot of life experiences um mm. into some of those situations that that character goes through so I've, yeah I've, it's cool i've been waiting for like i'm surprised no one's made an adaption like a movie or tv adaption of it yet mm. that's what i'm i'm surprised about like i know it would be totally yeah. different to the original but yeah how crazy I mean, would it be to get an adaption i think you could do it these days but it would just yeah. be it would have to be i reckon netflix would get on that shit for sure oh, it's such a captivating story as well i actually it's funny you say that but um i the first in, um introduction i had to it was actually a video game um which was like mm. a, an action video game on ps3 i think it was yeah. but yeah, like that. That was my first introduction to it. Yeah, no, I haven't seen any films or anything like that referencing it in that way. But um, that game was almost like yeah, the action combat version of it. And yeah, that, that's that's how I got into the book. And I was like, oh, there's a book too. And then yeah, started, you know, battling <laughs> it. And I was like, yeah, man, video games is always like my entry, like my gateway to all a lot of things. Yeah. 
I love it. Don't say you don't like the anime when you haven't read, was it? Don't say you like the anime when you haven't read the manga or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Major, major <laughs> manga. I, I break a lot of those rules, bro. Like, <laughs> so, I was like, oh, did you, did you read the manga? I'm like, nah, nah, I can't just watch, watch the cartoon. <laughs> like, well, you're not a true believer. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Like, if, when I feel inspired, I'm inspired. And, like, whatever, like, hits me first in that first, mm. you know, impression of whatever media I'm looking at, it's that that's the get go for me, you know? So, it's, yeah. so, do you find then before you start writing or start, you know, mm. start t- putting down tracks, mm. do you tend to find that you're absorbing a lot of, lot of art as you do yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Um, you know, it's like I'm working on a project right now, which I, I can sort of just talk a little bit about in terms of themes and stuff. But um, you know, like I love uh, the genre of noir and like neo noir, mm. and you know, it's like, that's sort of always like my biggest inspiration. Like a certain wave or a certain sort of um, genre or styling of something um, is generally what influences what I'm going to do next. So, you know, there'll be times where maybe I'll be really into, you know, like sci-fi, for example, or something like that. And, you know, like interstellar kind of stuff, you know, and that will sort of influence everything that I'll do for the next couple months, you know, whether it's, you know, drawing or it's making music. And I mean, the biggest part why I love making music is because I can combine all of it into one, you know, with like visual imagery for the project plus the music. So currently right now, what I'm really inspired, yeah, is by like neo-noir stuff. And I've been really like watching, you know, like Twin Peaks, um, you know, True Detective, um, even some of the real like, um, you know, L.A. noir kind of stuff, you know, like that is sort of the wave I'm on at the moment. And so, yeah, I guess to answer your question, um, um, yeah, I feel like before I start writing or really getting, you know, start actually building a project as opposed to just writing, you know, one-off songs or whatever, um, it's definitely, yeah, it comes from just observing what's around me at the time, what I'm inspired by, what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, what I'm reading, you know, it's, yeah, it's all of that for sure. Uh, do you find then that there's a lot of stuff in the outside world that influences where you, what art you sort of in, you know, intake yeah. or is it purely yeah. like, I want to have a look in this. I saw this film the other day. It's really cool. Let me explore that. Mm. Um, do, do you mean in regards to like everyday, like sort of like is like everyday life that inspires me? Is, is that what you mean? Like well, the way I believe it into it? I mean, you can answer that question however you so feel. How well, about that? <laughs> okay. Well, let's put it this way. It's a <laughs> interview right. 101. Op- ask open ended questions. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, it's, no, it's interesting. Yeah. But, like, I, I think the few things you said in there sort of triggered a bit of a train of thought in my head. But, um, the, the rapping and the lyrics and the singing and all that, that is like almost the reality. Like, the, the language. Okay. Yeah. So it's almost like, for me, if I could sort of break it up into little bits, the overall um, like theming and the the style of writing um, instrumentally and like creating visuals and whatnot, that all is very yes inspired by that sort of um, fic- fictional world of like just the things that I'm into. But then the rapping and the writing, that's when it sort of gets grounded. And I mm. take inspiration. It's sort of like the middle point. It's like the the language. It's like, okay, so this is my idea of what I'm like setting the stage for. Then the lyrics come in and that's sort of where I build the communication with whoever's listening. I, I, I sort of ground it with that style of rapping and writing or singing. So it's like there's that little middle point and that 
comes a lot from um you know the way i sort of write my lyrics and whatnot is generally quite based off experiences that i'm um going through at the current point in time so whether it's like social things like with my mates or it's something with you know you know like just like romantic life and all that stuff um that's where it sort of gets meets two worlds collide and then i create this sort of yeah end result i guess that's a mixture of like outside influences and like social influences of yeah. where i'm at what's happening mentally hmm. you know all of that yeah i want to just touch on <clears throat> sorry i just want to touch on um lyrics for a second and not so oh. much lyrics but the way you you pace yourself throughout the ep because it is very consistent i've noticed so <clears throat> what i was noticing was that yes you're you've you've your vocals, your cadence was very consistent throughout the whole thing as opposed to mm -hmm. the instrumentals. Mm -hmm. So, and I found that the melody very much came from what you were creating beyond the lyrics. So, I'm guessing, mm -hmm. do you find that depending mm -hmm. on the tone you're trying to go for, does your mm -hmm. cadence change? Do you purposefully yeah. think, right, I'm going to I'm gonna rap in this particular rhythm or I'm going to really mm -hmm. put this sort of tone into the way I, I sort of, mm -hmm. you know, speak? Mm -hmm. Well, that's a good question, yeah, because um, cadence is, you know, I think for anyone who is rapping or, you know, or just performing vocally in general, it's something you develop over time. So when I came to this project, I was listening to a lot of the instrumentals. Some have that element of, like, romanticness to them, but then others mm. are quite aggressive and intense or whatever. And, yeah, I think going back to what I was saying about, like, using my ear and stuff, my cadences and, and the way I deliver and write and, you know, whether it's flow or whatever, it's it's generally based off, like, the, like, how I'm hearing it through the song. So it's, like, how I'm, how, how can I hear myself to this track? And that's where I go for, like, if it's something that feels sinister to me, it's like, okay, I'm a, you know, I'm a keep the tone serious for this one. And then if the instrumental switches up and it's like intense, for example, um, on Headless Geisha, there's a, the yeah. outro to that is very intense. I'm like, nah, this is where I want to sort of unleash because like, that's that build up. So I change like, yeah, the way I'm sort of vocally performing it to suit the, the music, I guess, in a sense, you know, I think, um, and, and another thing is as well, like, I, I wanted to, obviously keeping consist consistency is a big thing because, you know, like, that's me, um, yeah, keeping the character relevant and you're not losing the character throughout the whole project, you know, like, it still sounds like, like, you can tell this is the same person, but you want to feel that sort of anguish or you want to feel that sense of love or you want to feel that sense of, um, empathy with with certain songs and that's that's dictated based on how i sort of perform my voice um yeah man so it's yeah i'd say in my brain it's sort of like i hear the track or sometimes it, you know it's interesting because like i think sort of having to manage all of them like the writing of the instrumentals plus the lyrics and stuff you know as opposed to having a producer who produces for me and then i write yeah. on top um it's interesting because like, you know, sometimes you'll be writing lyrics and then, you know, obviously you're, you're practicing them out loud. You're rapping them just to see how they sound. And then sometimes that builds my, my cadence. And then I build a song around based off those lyrics and the way I hear it when I was writing it. So yeah, it's hard to answer, but you know, I try to keep it consistent so that the listeners don't, you know, get lost in the chaos and that there's still a reference point there. Um, whilst, whilst embodying what's happening in the song as well. So, did you find then that, because you mentioned you sort of started to build it around the cadence after you started putting the songs together. So, were there any mm. songs on the record that actually um, got rewritten halfway through? 
Oh, uh, yeah. So, you know, Recliner actually took me a very, very long time to write. Um, more than usual. I, I knew, like, for me, when I heard it, I really liked it. So I'm like, I, I need to keep developing this song and obviously, like, not overproduce it and not overdo it. Um, uh, you, but- fall, you fall victim to the classic producer's yes. dilemma. Do yes. I add another layer of chorus? <laughs> <laughs> Hard, man. Like, how many times do I have to hear this before I feel that it's right? You know, like, it's... More it's like that. More yeah, bass boost! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hard, man. Um, but what do you call it? I don't know. Yeah, like, Recliner got rewritten many and many a time, um, e- even lyrically. Like, that was actually one where I sort of struggled with my cadence a little bit because I was like, yeah. oh, this is different. Like, like, do I go for something a bit more G or... You know, and like it's interesting. Whenever that that sort of train of thought starts hitting me, I'm like, you know what, man, just be yourself, go back to your roots, and just yeah. perform it and see how it sounds. And then generally, that's always what end you know ends up making the mark. So um, yeah, like hundred percent, man. Like I'm I'm definitely victim to all of that. And <laughs> I think it's it's something it, it's strange. It's like the more knowledge you gain about doing mm. something, like the more you face those inner obstacles. Because yeah, like Planet Cool, like that, I love that project so much because it was me just. Being being completely free and then writing however I wanted to write and being so okay with it all. Um, you know, it had its challenges as well. But yeah, this one, now that I've sort of like, you know, I'm going through this phase of like starting to mature a little bit in what I do and, you know, I'm starting to like how, try and make the best decisions that I can. Um, but at, this, at the end of the day, it's music and, you know, music's language of the soul. So it mm. has to come from some, you know, it doesn't have to come from the brain all the time. It has to come from the feelers. So, yeah. yeah. Before we before we move on to what, yep. what we're going to play real soon, I just want to ask, because mm. there's something that you said there sort of makes me wonder, was there anyone that you had on standby mm. during the creative process that was basically mm. like your – I, I think the equivalent of your umpire, I usually consider them. Yeah, in any project, yeah. somebody there that goes, right, that's that enough. Good. Let's stop this and, you know, let's, you know, let's just put things into perspective. You yeah. don't need another layer of bass yeah. boost. There's <laughs> a few of those. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, could you maybe describe uh, those people that were helping you along that way? Yeah, so um, my boy Mark, um, guy I've known for a very long time, um, you know, he, he actually manages other artists um, in more in the electronic scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, we've been very close. I've done little projects with him in the past, um, design and art based. But then once I started making music and that was sort of his realm, you know, he really gave me so much insight. Um, I always send stuff to him all the time to just have a listen to, you know, his ears are amazing. He loves hip hop. We like, we're on the... You know, we just love the same kind of music and, you know, him working with um, producers all the time um, was super, you know, super insightful. And, you know, he's always been like so supportive and really sort of calling me out in those shots of like, oh, like, do you think this is too much? And yeah, he'll rope me in and I need that too. You know, it's, you know, when you're creating everything sort of yourself, like you can get a bit owned, like you hear it one way but someone else will hear it completely differently and yeah. like he's just one of those ears that i like i need to have sort of like help you know helping me make those decisions you know it's 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 good to have him there um yeah mad dude and then there's a the two others would be um my mate patrick him he actually um my mate patrick um he's actually sort of in a team with this other guy adam but um patrick like he sort of shot like yeah he's actually behind a lot of my music videos um and yeah another dude i've known since very young age been 
homies for a very long time and whenever I write something either with him or um, if I'm writing something by myself he'll always give me an honest opinion you know because he's a producer as well like he'll come like and sort of help me fix up my projects a little bit too so it's it's mad having him around as well and my mate Ruben who I, um, I write music with as well um, yeah he's just another bro that's just always over and you know whenever I've got something new to show he'll always give me a good honest opinion and sort of make sure that um, yeah you know like you I feel like when you start making music and you know you start putting it out there like you start attracting people within your own sort of friendship groups who are into that and you know those are the kind of people who will support you but also give you and tell you what's real you know so it's yeah like I've, I've definitely had a lot of people help me out um sort of make certain decisions on certain tracks um yeah it's been really helpful and shout out to those guys mad loyal dudes and you know i support them just as much you know they've all got their own creative things going on too so it's exciting to see what they're doing all the time as well so it's just yeah it's like one big little happy family kind of thing bit of give and take there yeah watch them grow they watch you grow exactly yeah it's 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 really cool man and like because like in the end we're all creatives just you know trying to like express and make something and you know when yeah you find those group those people in your life who are you know understand what you're doing and why you're doing it you know they're the ones that will really um help you out or hold you down when you need to like listen to something or just pull it back a little bit yeah it's good that's it it's like the brady bunch yeah 100 <laughs> <laughs> the brady bunch for um the, the hip-hop brady bunch, the, man. <laughs> the, the, the hop the hop bunch the, the, the hip-hop bunch <laughs> <laughs> Let's um, before we before we play the next song too. I want to uh, quickly ask, what are your plans for the upcoming year or so? You mentioned that there may possibly be a bit more, um, a bit more well, collaboration involved. To, yeah, look, man, I'd love to get back on stage. Um, at this point in time, like I don't, I don't, I, I'm the kind of guy that I'll fight the current as much as I can, but eventually I'll just release to the waves, you know, and you know mm. this. Air has had a lot of waves, so I, I think at this point in time, not the biggest fish in the sea to use that. Uh, if we're going for the ocean analogy, yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's you know it's it's interesting. Um, like I've sort of removed a lot of my own personal. Like, like, like I've adapted a bit, you know, like I, I see this period of time, like towards the end of the year, more to just, um, you know, promote the project when I can and, you know, you know, get it out there and all that. Um, and it, it's, it's hard because like, you know, you want to put yourself on stage and stuff and I could definitely do that. But, you know, like if I perform, I want to, you know, everyone that I know that appreciates the music, I want them to have the opportunity to come and not have to feel limited because of some sort of capacity, you know. And, like, um, at this point in time, I think maybe next year once things um, lift up a little bit, I'll sort of get out there more and jump on the stage and that. But I think at this point in time, I, I really want to keep just working on new stuff, um, maybe even, like, create potential some maybe potential videos for warm-blooded again that'll be mad like i'd love to sort of visualize some of those songs more yeah uh, um because that's one of my favorite as well it's like you know being able to nurture the visual side and you know invite people into what raro's world kind of looks like in the way i want to present that it's exciting because you know it's it gives me opportunity to sort of like take the music to a different level and still have a lot of creative input into it. 
And, um, yeah, so maybe more content, I think, would be great. Um, but there's always something in the mix, you know, whether it's new tracks or it's a new project or something. But I think, yeah, the rest of this year, it's just maybe work a little bit more harder than have a little bit of a break towards the end and just recap, see how everything's going. And, um, yeah, man. Sweet. Um, we'll quickly chat. Actually, before we met, before we talk about the song we're about to play, let's yep. uh, quickly chat about your socials. Where can we find the the new EP? Where can we listen to it? Where can we connect with uh, you? Yep. So pretty much on all streaming platforms. You know your major ones: Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, um, YouTube, Google Play, um, Raro, R A R O, Warm Blooded. Um, socials, man, you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on Facebook. Um, you know, my handle is Raro is Raro. There's many Raros out there, you know, if you find yourself <laughs> as we mentioned. Drink, okay. <laughs> you know, that that drink is good and those other rappers are great, but um yeah, yeah, that's where you can find me. Um and yeah, pretty much on most streaming platforms and yeah, social platforms. Um my head should be poking up there somewhere. <laughs> Raras, bro. Raw Raz Pro. Oh, yeah. Well, I Speaking of something a bit rare, this next track is not a single we're going to play. Mm. We're going to play. Um, mine's gone blank. It's bloody Recliner. 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 Yeah. It is the. It's a bit of a mind blank song, too. It'll get you in a vibe, that's for sure. Talk about bookends. <laughs> this is the final track off the EP. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, this could definitely work with it with a video. Because you were mentioning before about about your ideas behind the song. Maybe if you could just tell yeah. us a bit about that. Before. Yeah, for sure. Well, Recliner, like, it's – I feel like a lot of my music that I listen to that, you know, is generally in the car. So, you know, whenever I'm driving around anywhere, like, that's when I feel like my mind is most active musically. Um, and, you know, obviously when I wrote this track and tested it out in my car, I'm like, damn, like, it's it's common, you know. So um, <laughs> the song is, it, it, it hits me with so many sort of like LA street vibes, you know, GTA inspired, you know, rolling around the streets, being a degenerate. It's, it's, it's got a really kind of- Running over a few pedestrians. Yeah, you know, causing a little bit of chaos, you know, putting googly eyes on, like, model photos and all that. Like, it's a bit of a fun track, but then it, it sort of ends up in this, like, as you'll hear in the next couple of minutes, um, it, it goes through some twists and turns. And I feel like the, the track itself has a lot to present in terms of this sort of, like, cityscape character moving through the motions of a really interesting night. So, yeah, tackling that visually will be really fun. So, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, hope you enjoyed the track. It's, um, it's a funky one, so. Yeah. Please do, folks. And we're going to play it for you right now. Um, why don't you take us out on the song, Raro? Tell us who you yep. are and what you're listening to. Yep. Yo, so this is Raro, and you're listening to Recliner from Warm Blooded. Enjoy. Rocket stealth lab coat, fan of vision, veils the way you flip a coin for the past because the future may be saved. A little aimless, although rectify aim, bro. GPS coordinates, opinion order subordinates. My heart he pour slow, call the strike, call the ordinance. Recline the chair and the horses whip. Don't care if the forces tip. An alibi to the mortar spit. I'm bored with all the talking shit. Same thing, bored and all the things. Disorderly one and more than this. Ain't it hard to be sometimes? The right Love for me. I'm blind, diving into empathy all night. Is it so hard to see? Your lies, the only choice to see. Right. The only choice to see. Right. 
I wish my hands would just stop getting the sweats. I used to focus on my problems and the shit I regret. Always trying to forget shit from yesterday's mess, but it's under the carpet shit's waiting to set. Scourge dirt foot off full tank. Money in the bank, I'm a devil's in the back. No heart attack, we ain't living to whack. We don't smoke that crack, that shit make you crash. Sidekick, side witch, casting spell. She bad bitch, poison apple sandwich. Candles lit, magic one hand flick. Turn haters into toads, nightmare in one click. Life, live life like I'm golden Celebrate, spend cash Cause I'm broken And I'm poking holes in these clouds Look at all these rings I be smoking Beautiful bad habits I'm choking Resurrect, second chance to still run Look at all these things I become Save the best for last Now I'm gone Poured in there to disarray Picture perfect fade away Curate, in my gallery It's like my fucking day to day Poured in there to disarray Picture perfect fade away Curate, in my gallery It's like my fucking day to day What's good, everybody? This is Rara, and you're listening to AMR Radio. Peace. You better call it fine. You never know inside. The biffers and the birds come over to the light. I know it's time to go. I'm always scared to show. You're always in the limelight. I see you in the morning time. I never know it's good. I know it's no one's fault The world is in a bad room The people have a choice It's a big old conversation There's people counting on I wonder if you're with me Just listen to my voice
Coming back from Rero with Recliner, as well as Ollie Sherman, the world is in a bad room. What? That, that's, a, that's a mouthful for that one, isn't it? Yes. And an interview that I'm so excited to have heard and be hearing. Oh, Loz, you melt my heart. You're a heart melter. Oh, his sound. He has so can, much fire. Can you? Can, can, I'm going to give you another nickname. So, you're the hot dog and the heart melter. <laughs> And the and the lozen and the lozen jar, and I'll just call you Big Dan, big? as usual. <laughs> Why do people think I'm big? I'm not that big. I'm average height. Come on, Dan. You've got your own TV show. Like, come TV. on, just start signing autographs already. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you made no, but so- seriously, Ollie. What a freaking groovalicious funk, funky song. How- hey? It was it was chill funk. It was chill funk uh, all the way. How about so those good. just those electric funk guitars towards the end? They just soothed. so good. They were so soothing. They just hit the spot. I thought it's definitely a disco ball uh, moment. Mm. Oh, have yes. you ever been on the dance floor when there's been a disco ball and you wanted to get your funk on, Dan? I it's just it's more business about disco balls. I uh, I I you know what I I must have, but I must have been too drunk to remember, Loz. Because your boy doesn't get out on the dance floor out of his own volition unless there's been a few few rums under him. Ah, rum, da rum, rum. Play yeah. that drum. Copacabana. Um, yes. And, and Copacabana. That's right. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Pina Colada. You educated us on the origin of that song a few podcasts ago, which was fantastic. <laughs> I had no idea that that's yes. what the song's really about. It's about yeah. a, a guy that um, what he doesn't stay at the, the, the club. He goes home to his- woman is that right yeah pretty much it's it's all it's like a roundabout story you pretty much cut out you cut out like the you cut out all the middle bit but at the end of the day it's not the not the journey or destination that counts it's the it's the story (laughs) story fabrication folks that's uh that's how she rolls and that's (laughs) and that's all she wrote (laughs) (laughs) what if it was a he that wrote it though well, uh, that's all he, she wrote. Okay, yeah. M- murder he wrote doesn't sound, doesn't roll off the tongue <laughs> the same way, does it, Loz? You know, Dan, you might have a point. <laughs> Just if they're gender non-specific, it's uh, murder they wrote. And then you get confused, like how many people are writing, oh, writing wow. this. 
the 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 pl- the the amount of history that we'd have to retell. Um, <laughs> oh, for those who are interested, I did post something on our uh, website called the history of women in music. Oh yes, Dan, go check it out. Uh, let me know what you think. I bloody hell. Um, I I will. I'll definitely will. I tell you what. If you're going to mention women in hit music, hit music history, and not mention Sister Maria Greta or whatever her name was, the one that like played the electric guitar back in the forties. Whoa. She's like a black lady and she played electric guitar. Sister Greta May or something like that. I can't remember her name. That is cray cray. I, I should, I should, I'm going to look it up right now because uh, I feel like it's a disservice if we get her name wrong. Well, I just like the fact that you've, you know, got that into your little peephole neurology of brain cells, you know, about women and music and history. It's great. Mm. And I'd like to say, Dan, you do play a lot of great new up-and-coming female artists on your podcast. Thank you. And, Thank um, you. You say that on supportive. the one episode, Loz, where it's nearly all guys. <laughs> Come on. What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what, Dan? It's Mental Health Week for guys. It's an Are You Okay Week. It's the Mental Health for Men Month in October. And it's uh, Black Dog, I think, is the main um, attributor to that. And it's definitely okay to not be okay, Dan. How do you feel about that topic? Um, and it's, it's well, I mean, it's actually, it is a very serious topic. I was going to make a joke. But uh, 13, 11, 14, if you just need someone to chat to um, or ring up a friend. You got a friend? Give him a call. Give him I'm going to call Skype. you, Dan. Are you going to call oh, me? Please call me. Call me, call me maybe. Anytime. Oh, Any time. Don't don't go call me. Don't call me. Maybe uh, you, um, whatever her name. I was forgot her name as well. Um, uh, bloody um, that that pop artist I from ten years ago. Don't call me. Maybe call her. Yes. Don't call me. Oh, Madison Avenue. <laughs> How can we forget? <laughs> anyway, the name it's of definitely the- yeah. Don't call me. Maybe call me. <laughs> call, call me. Call blondie. me. Yes. Be. Let's get into some blondie. Um, Sister Rosetta Thorpe is the name of that guitarist I was talking about, the the African American guitarist from the forties. And she was doing the, she was doing like the stage presence thing way before, um, little Richard and, and, um, that other guy. So, you know what? She props to her, props to women in music. I I digress. Um, we should mention, of course, the other shows too on, on AMR. Um, and I'll let you talk about this one, Loz, because of course, as everyone knows, you're you're a you're a star of your very own show. AMR. Oh man, I was going to go straight into um, Heavy Reborn with Jay and Mick. Um, Jay's just uh, gotten into a new uh, role here at AMR. Ooh, tell me more, um, Oz. He's a senior producer for um, Heavy Reborn. He's, which he's is been far bumped fabulous. up by Gareth. He's yeah. He's been given the promotion. He caught the train. The train came onto the platform and he's like, choo-choo, Charlie, I'm getting on. I am not missing that one. <laughs> all aboard the all aboard the tune train. Is that, exactly. Can we, can we call I, – I, I, I petition to, re, to rename the Megamix the tune-tune the train. Uh, we, sh- we we could call just the general uh, live uh, mix that we that Gaz puts on Saturdays and Sundays, is it? The tune, when he's the tune train. I'm going to call that my next live show I do on the station, The Tune Train. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but Heavy Reborn, as you mentioned, though, is out, I think, every Wednesday now or something like that. I don't know. They keep changing Thursdays, dates. Yeah, Thursdays. it changes all the time. Dan, your guess is as good as mine. There's like, the things that go on here. I'm, I'm 90% convinced Gareth's bought a, a Wheel of Fortune wheel 
And he's like, which day of the week is it going to come out this week? And he spins the arm. <laughs> which show should we make up this week? Oh, let's we'll put an R&B show in there and uh, we'll just have some hip hop and this and that and whatever. But please, but good. please, Loz, tell us about your show because uh, before we oh, get too uh, carried well, away. Mint Factory, um, which is now on Fridays um, with Smooth Tony, Gaz and myself. And we just play the top 10 new release tracks. Um and but we rely on you, Dan, on Bar Talk, of course, which is going to be played Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. If I, if I get my act together, it's it's out every Wednesday live, of course, as you guys know, eight pm on eight pm Melbourne time, and then of course out every Thursday morning. Yeah, and you've got other platforms too. You've totally supported us with the podcasts and other shows that you we, do. We do. I'll talk about that later, of course, because you don't want to okay. hear my boring spiel. You hear it every week. But I want to hear okay. about, about Mint Factory because, of course, we do do a bit of overlap in terms of the songs, but, I mean, it's because the songs are just that good. So good. I know. Dan, that's the one thing. That's why we had to do a show together because we're, like, synced in to what good music is. I mean, forget the guy who actually gets the <laughs> um, PRs to send it in. Um, we're the ones that actually uh, – what do you call it when you interpret something? We interpret – yeah, well, you interpret it. We interpret the music. What do you call something when you interpret it? <laughs> you interpret it. You interpret it. <laughs> and that's English Lessons with Loz and Dan, mm-hmm. episode one. There you go. <laughs> I like your thinking, Loz. No, uh, but yeah, 10 of the best, freshest tracks out every Friday. It's usually live streamed at some point. It's always on the website, of course. What's the website, Loz? The website is AMR <laughs> Airplay. <laughs> I got you. You know, I've got this tick. <laughs> no, that's I all right. I remember last of. episode, you guys, you, guys, you guys had the same joke. Do you know but what? I- if we get us down, if we get a sponsor- Mm. If we can, if we can get someone to give us ten grand, I'll get it tattooed on my back. <laughs> but you won't be able to read it then. You'll have to have it. No, but I'll wear. I'll wear like. A, I'll. I'll make my own. I'll start a fashion AMR label, <laughs> and I will make my own t-shirts, and I'll actually cut a hole right where it goes. <laughs> and you'll just right ca- where it goes. I mean, listen. I mean, come on. Can I and not think of other words to say? And you'll just carry a hand mirror around with you everywhere you go, just so no, you can read it. No, no, no. I'll cut a little hole out. <laughs> <laughs> www.australianmusiciansradio.com. That's where we want you to send the music into. Well, and I don't Dan's- know how you're going to send the music to the, the the website. We want you to visit the website so you can check out oh, all yeah. the podcasts for Heavy Thanks, Reborn, Dan. Bar Talk, and The Mint Factory. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, boy. And, of course, but people can send their music into the email, Loz, can't they? amrairplay at mail.com. Brilliant. MP3s <laughs> and WAVs, make sure you include your press releases so Loz has got something to read and I've got something to misread. And, of course- 10 grand, you- though. 10 grand, I'll get a tattoo on my back. <laughs> I- I'm willing. I'll go 20 grand on the arm. I'm not sure. We'll see how we go. And and, and 30 grand on your forehead? Um, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. Nothing can touch the pricelessness of my face. We'll get Gaz to put it on his face, though. That's prime real estate, bros. Prime real estate. He's going to jail past $200, collect (laughs) $30,000, and call Russo and Russo while you're at it. Yeah, we should think our business and um, community partners, of course, Russo and Russo. Um, I was about to say Hello World Travel, but they're they're no more, actually. Nah, goodbye. (laughs) Um. Uh, music Factory Russell. Direct, of course. 
uh, up by Belgrave RSL, Suki Lounge in in Belgrave or wherever it is. I I, f- I forgot my suburb names. Was www.sukilounge.com.au you- and of course Sense Music Media. Sense Music Media. You know who they? In- you know who I saw on their Facebook today? Guess who we interviewed? Who who, who are you? Greg the Blue Wiggle. No I'm way. I'm so jealous. Oh man, I'd be so much more impressed if it was Grug, the guy that from the story books. Grug, oh, gr- gr- uh, Greg, like Grog it. or whatever. Grug that looked like it from the Adams family. Yeah, he, he looked a bit looked looked like he hadn't like it looked like a uh, looked like a caveman hadn't shaved in a while. Yes, I yes. remember him. Like our heavy reborn fans. <laughs> you got a few heavy reborn fans that look like Grog since lockdown. <laughs> Stop. What? Stop. Am I am I am I alienating you? In the you? Am name I, of Grog. Am I alienating before the he- you break my heart? Am I alienating the uh, heavy reborn fan base, am I? Oh look, I might have by my <laughs> initiation of a haircut. Yes. I take full responsibility, Dan, you're right. I'll get you, don't you worry, but um psh. You're gonna get me, are ya? I will one day. Uh-oh. I'm worried now, You folks. won't be hard to find, Big Fuck. Dan, <laughs> Big every Dan. room that I walk into. Oh, there he is. <laughs> how, can I, how can I be hard to find if I'm big? Or oh, yeah, comes That's Big Dan. That's what I just said. I said you won't be hard oh, to find. I thought you said I will. <laughs> well, whatever you want. Oh, who knows? No, Nobody knows. That's the thing. It's all, it's all muddled. It is. We're trying to mysteriously figure out these code languages we have on our radio station between we're, all of the hosts. We're trying to on purposely lead you to a ruse, folks. That's what we do. You'd be the best at it, though, Dan. That's all I'm saying. You, you really- <laughs> I'd be terrible at it. I'm just saying. Um, we should mention- well, of course, I think we mentioned all of our- um, Oh, of course, BizOp Solutions as well. And I think Dan Young Ranger's Emergency Relief Service and, of course, the Coa Shed Australia as well for the rest of our mm-hmm. other community and, and um, <clears throat> business partners. So, please check them all out when you get a chance. All right. Um, if you want the full jingle for each each uh, each promotion, PR, uh, each you know business and community partner, listen to the Mint Factory. They, you guys go into into extreme detail about that every week. Oh, uh, we did, we get some extreme drum beats. I mean, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. <those>, yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you if we're going to copyright that, then there's there's just so many things we could copyright. Oh, we'd make so much money if we copyrighted that beat. Just saying. My goodness. Yeah, but we're we're good. We're kind-hearted folk, and we ha- we've left it as a cr- we've left it as our public access for all you good folk at home. Dan, I've got one question. Yes, what Loz. music have we got coming up on this podcast? Good question. You read my mind because I was actually about to say the same thing. Uh, we've got two absolutely rick rocketing tracks coming Rippers. up. Stoinkers. What do you say on? Because we've got Stoinkers on a on heavy. We've got Brill on mint. What do you say on? Uh, on the Bar Talk episode. Ooh, the- what do I say? Lit. Is it lit? Oh, I never say lit. That's 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 fuckboy language. I, I we oh, ooh, I've got I've ooh, got ooh. I've got a big big no no of fuckboy language, Loz. Um What about soft boy? Soft I feel like you need to be a bit soft boy every now and again. I just I don't just want to sort of get the whip out. I, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna go there, Loz. I'm trying all to right. be trying to be a good boy. Daniel's trying to make sure he gets all his presents from Santa this year. Loz, and you're good testing boy. me. You you're, you're like the forty <laughs> days that Jesus had in the desert. <laughs> I'm not. I do burn frankincense, though, so don't Frank- get angry. <laughs> yeah, talk about Jesus. Uh, gold, frankincense, and myrrh up next. Now, how, how are you going to pronounce him? <laughs> mirror. Mirror. Mirror, mirror, redder. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Is this not the be- the bestest song of all? 
No, oh. come on. No way. We've got we've got Murr and Red with we've got Murr with the, his song Redder. Murr. Now Murr is from um Oh, I should mention too before we go further. Uh, Mur is, in fact, um, <coughs> where is where is it? I had it up before. Mur is actually also with um, Evergreen Artists, the same PR that uh, sent Raro our way. So thank you, Michael. I should mention too. I always forget to thank the PRs whenever we um, whenever we interview someone. But um, but thank you very much, Michael, for sending in this track as well. It's his debut single, Loz. Mm-hmm. And he's a Briz- he's a Brizzy based artist, so uh, mm-hmm. up north enjoying the COVID free freedom. Uh, he's yeah, this this one Redder is really cool. I don't know if you've had a listen to it yet, Loz, but I really enjoyed the fact that it crescendoed the hell out of itself by the end of it. It starts mm-hmm. sort of you know uh, a bit mystical and that sort of low beat sort of electronic drums and that sort of thing, and then slowly builds up with the electric guitars and the drums and the bass. Oh, it's so good! It is so good. And then yes. I reckon one of the best sol- guitar solos we've had on the show in a in They a showpiece all of the guys playing all of their instruments. It does, yeah. There's a good video that actually shows that as well. So when you get a chance, give it a give it a squeeze, folks. Uh, it's out now, I'm of course, gonna- same with every other every other song <laughs> we play. I just when you said squiz, I felt like that was a position I had to get into to hear the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you locked your eyes on the video. That's that's what I giving did. it a squiz it's- is. Look, I'm going to say it. It's a sexy film clip. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> it is. Talk about long hair. He does He does sport a nice bit of nice bit of long locks, you know. Yeah. Curls getting the girls, as as you've just seen right now. You shouldn't be afraid to say it's sexy either, Dan, just because it's- I always say it's sexy. This, this, this song is sexy. Mer is not a mystery. But yeah, it's, it's out now. It's a long time. It's going to be yes. off- there you go, Loz. <laughs> Sorry, you no, go. That's okay. Um, I was about to say it's going to be off his upcoming debut EP, which is out in November. I Reason mm-hmm. I, it's called. Um, don't know what, what that's about, but we'll find out, I'm sure. Looking forward to more more stuff from him because I really enjoyed this one. Mm-hmm. After that as well, Loz- Jake tell me- R. Riley. Or is yes. it Jack? You, can have, Jack? you can't tell by the Jake spelling. Joke. This, Jack, uh, this song wasn't Jacques. a joke, though. It's called Blood. And again, mm-hmm. so many actually a lot of music videos this week. Uh, the music video of this one absolutely was it was kind of a cool concept. Probably concept out of all the videos this week, probably the best best concept, the best one directed, and the best one conceptually. I thought definitely had a storyline going in there. Don't quite know what was going on. There's a lot of bird. There's a lot of bird cages. More bird cage than you can handle. But, uh, I was researching. He got an award for the NIDA, which is the National Institute yes. of Dramatic Art. But I got mm. confused because there's also something called the National Institute of Drug Abuse. <laughs> so we'll let you guys guess you know which what? one. It's hard. It's sometimes difficult to research. You know, do your research. It's hard. Yeah, and guys, pick pick an acronym that is not shared by anyone else before anybody gets confused. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> I'm looking at Gareth. There's actually a few other AMRs out there. I won't go into detail because we're the Speaking only one that Gareth, matters. Gareth's going to uh, step in for the uh, third part of the uh, show tonight. He's going he's to say hey later. Well, we'll talk to him he later, actually. I'm, I'm, keen, I'm keen to give him a, an on-air kiss later. Mm-hmm. Going to get my lips smacked now. He's waiting, Dan. Going to apply the uh, lip balm in the break, especially for him, Loz. How does Thank that sound? you very much. I hope it's organic. Yeah. Oh, always. Um, Vegan. Yagan. 
Jack R. Riley. Um, so the award he won was the Triple J Unearthed NIDA Music Video Competition for mm-hmm. this vid- for the video for this song. So um, yeah, check it out. It's been getting a lot of love. So give it, give it, a, give it, give it the old squizzy doos when mm-hmm. you get a chance. But um, right now we're going to play the song. Um, it's off his it's off his debut album, which is out now too, called Middle Everything. So go and check it out when you get a chance. Brill. Loz, are you keen for Dan, some more music? And I received you, graciously <laughs> and very gratefully. Damn right, folks. Ah, uh, here it is. It is Murr with uh Redder. Redder. And then Jack R. Riley with Loz. Blood. Oh, blood. Hey. We'll be back soon. Alcohol Thanks review for having soon. me, guys. I loved being on Bar Talk. I love you, Dan. Oh. And you can hear Gaz when we come back.
This is Loz and Joy. You're listening to Ayama. Oh, hang on. Wait, sorry. If I could just hold you close to me, I could have something to believe in. I'm outside of where I wanna be In the pouring rain, calloused and seething And I saw those little fires in the sky Burning white as if to tell us all Such places up or down everyone that was uh that was jack r riley with blood and murr with redder mix the two together you get murr r riley and redder blood it's almost like a horror film don't you reckon gareth that uh, sounds scary who 
it's you've done us you done you've done the old switcheroo over there um <laughs> Loz was just keen to just push you onto the mic for a bit, so I best say welcome. No, we've got uh, one of those. We've got one of those stages which like <laughs> spins around like um like perfect match, and like this the dude's sitting on a chair, and it spins around. <laughs> it's the yum. Yeah. Oh yeah. The uh the lazy Susan of stages. Yeah, it's kind of like kind of like Maxwell Smart with you know the the, te- the telephone booth, <laughs> and, then, and it's suddenly. You know, Sorry, chief. I didn't know the violin was loaded. Yeah, I, I pop down and and Los pops pops in and I'm and then I pop out and and who anyway, knows it was great it was great it was awesome uh, little segment there or well, a couple of segments there with with the lozenge the well, lozenge joy Loz, no it's the lozenge um oh I've forgotten what she said but the lozenge joy remember that's her new nickname lozenge joy lozenge yeah. joy I thought joy was a third party I thought joy joy was the random um third wheeler no but no, no I was duped I was duped by the loz um. You did want to mention a couple of things before we before we get onto the alcohol review about one of those tracks that we just played too. Oh yeah, uh, um, well you call it Mur, but you call it I, I, I reckon it's Mirror. Mirror. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the, the track Redder. We are one, it's one of my favourite tracks so far. Again, I keep getting a new favourite track every week, but uh, it's one of my favourites this week because it's probably only played on. Heavy Reborn and the Mint Factory as well as your own show. So I don't know if we've had a triple, triple a, a triple banger before triple one that's thre- been played on all three on, on all three major podcasts on OMR yet, but uh, that's a possibility. We, we should. We should. Every time that happens, we should get like a little badge going that AMR triple threat. Like, you know, yeah, like, a, like Bunnings. Yeah. You know, but you know, like at the old pubs or whatever, and they've got like the big Guinness board and it's like everybody's names, like you've got your name engraved. If you, if you drink a hundred pints of Guinness, you get your name engraved on there. So I think it should be called the AMR triple threat. hundred pints of Guinness. Which pubs have you been going to? <laughs> like who's got, a, who's got the money to buy a hundred uh, pints of Guinness in the first place? Drunk Irishman. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's who. No, yeah, but doing, we should doing get do- the- Doing dodgy roof jobs. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going around ripping off, ripping off old ladies for their, for their, you know. You give you, give it a, fix give the roof. Give you a point of state if you, give you a point of Guinness if you, I, you rip off the roof. Sorry to the Irish. <laughs> I can, I can, I can bag the Irish because I'm one of them. All right, Mick, Mick, duty face. Um, we've got to do alcohol review. Speaking of, <laughs> duty speaking face. of the Irish. Or non-alcohol sorry, review. Sorry, Mick D. Actually, let's play alcohol. This. Yeah, here it is. Now it's time for the alcohol review. Taking the piss. Oh, you you better be excited this week, Gareth. So, because this is week three of the non-alcohol review, uh, the exciting. Party, event- I've got non-alcoholic party poppers just for you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this is this is week three of Daniel Daniel stays off the drinking adventures. Um, so for this week's non-alcohol review, I'm getting it straight into it. It is uh, <laughs> actually there's a bit of a story behind this. So me me and Selena were at the uh, supermarket the other day. And uh, she decided to specifically go to the the Asian aisle, in the section of the supermarket where it specifically says Asian food. Mm-hmm. And uh, she went to the little sec- little shelf where they have all the the weird imported Asian drinks. And so she's got me an imported can of Yo's Y E O apostrophe S for those wondering at home grass jelly drink. <laughs> uh, now I'm trying to work out. I was trying to work out where the hell it's actually manufactured. Is it anchovy flavored? I, I, I probably it's uh, manufactured. I think in Malaysia. Anyway, here's the here's the um here's the can wank on the back. Right, uh, a local favorite. Our grass jelly drink is masterfully prepared with Masona chin, chin, chinesis. I think. 
a herbal plant grown exclusively in East Asia. Enjoy the cooling taste on its own or simply mix it with soy milk for a refreshing creation. I think, I think they use these, um, these weird um, ex- exclusive sort of um, oriental kind of plants because no one knows where to find them, which means they can't be tested. <laughs> <laughs> so they go, let's find a plant that nobody knows where, they, where it is right, and just use that and then, and then uh, we'll get away with it. Something like that. I've, do you want to hear the op- do you want to hear the uh, the little pop the opening? This is a can, it's, folks. So you ready? Yeah. It's not one of those. It's not one of those. Like remember the old instead of the ring pulls, you used to have like the two push push ring like yep. the holes. No, it's uh, it's very modern. It's a it's a proper alum, alum, aluminium can. Aluminum. Alum, aluminum falcon. Um. All right, you ready? Yes, I'm. I'm, in, I'm, I'm beside myself. Oh, you nearly talked over that one, Gareth. I didn't. Well, it, it was. You, you know what happened. Smells, smells like that weird. Smells like that weird dessert you get at the end of um yum cha. That's what it smells like. So I hope, does it smell sweet? Well, at ice all? cream. <laughs> <laughs> ice cream. What yum cha are you cream. going to? Where you get ice cream. Well, isn't that what everyone orders after yum cha? Oh, that's talking why about I, that. I didn't weird, know there was anything else. <laughs> talking about that weird pudding stuff you get. <clears throat> it's like green tea flavored or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's that's your fault for ordering it. Yeah, it smells like a moon cake. Well, ice cream's at the top of the menu. It's got right, in the dessert section. Dan, don't go too far. All right, don't go too deep into thought oh, over dessert, mate. All right, I dig deep. You know how I roll. All right, let's get a taste. Let's get a little taste of this bad boy. I can taste it in the air. Ooh, yeah, that tastes like a moon cake. A moon those, cake. Yeah, if those of you that know what a moon cake is, you know that weird flavour that's like not sweet. Not sour, but not savoury. Sort of like yeah. a, like a sorbet. Tastes like grass jelly. Ex- exactly, it's exactly how it says. I should have known. Like just a plain sorbet. Some sort. Mm, no, no, not enough tang for that. There's like very little. It's like a very mild savoury flavour, which um don't, doesn't really make sense for a drink. Yeah, well, like anchovy chips don't make sense either. But you know, but people still them. eat them. This is this is. Uh, I don't know what I was expecting, but this this in hindsight is exactly what what I should have expected, Gareth. I'm going to try one of Loz's wines if she's got one. You're going to get a wine out. Nice. There's no wine left. No, no wine. There's no wine. You she ran out of wine. I've got. I got a bottle. Go, right. go and wine about it. Yeah, um, I think I I actually went up market this time. I didn't go to mm. Aldi. I went to uh, BWS and uh, I got the Aldi equivalent, uh, the, the BWS equivalent of the cheapest so- bottle of Aldi. Yes, I'll dub, um, uh, which is in, instead of two dollars eighty nine, it's it's four dollars. Is this uh, Riverside Landing? It is the Riverside ah. Landing. No, but I, I, I've got something Fucking completely psychic. different here tonight. Look, uh, we we do have something special. I need my glasses. Oh no! <laughs> well, don't um, tell me it's got some. Got I'm some about to wine taste a red. Rack. I'm got about some- to taste a red. Oh, um, which I don't normally taste. Um, but it is called uh, Riddick. Okay. I did not say anything else. Is I that, can't read it. I'm, seri- I'm serious. That's Kuna- is that Kunawara? Let the taste, right? Let, let the it's taste a, a speak shir- for itself, Gareth. Come on. It's a Cabernet it's a Sauvignon. Cab Sav, cheeky Cab. Cab Sav. I, I can't read that last little bit. Um, Riddock wines so- are sourced from a selection of the region's best vineyards. They are the essence of Kunawara. Thank you, mysterious voiceover lady. There you go. We'll, we'll have more of you later, I think. That was our, um, our new ad girl. <laughs> mysterious. She's, no, she's, she's mysterious just, voiceover lady to me. No, but uh, she does have a fine, a fine 
taste in wine does the loss enjoy? What, what are we? What are we? Um, what are you know? What are the tasting notes, Gareth? Because uh, um, hang on. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm just sniffing right. it. All right. Drinking it. <sighs> hang on. Swell. She's telling me to swell it. Get it all over okay, the tongue. Hang. All nine thousand taste buds. <laughs> Tastes like red wine. I I'm, I I suspect mm. that it's not getting any higher than a three, going by that um, noise. Yeah, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it one and a half ricks. <laughs> one and a half ricks out of shore. One and a half. Uh, one and a half kunawaras. <laughs> oh god, I'm still trying to decide where where this sits. Like it's pleasant. So this is the weird thing. It's pleasant enough just to sip on. It's a mini bottle, so it's it's pleasant enough to go. Thank God, I haven't got any more of that. <laughs> Pretty much, but it's like it's it not like absolute garbage. <laughs> how much? Do, how much was it? Loz? Because it's not. It's, it's what? How many? How many? Uh, it's eleven dollars for how many? Eleven dollars. Because it's not. It's not a full bottle. It's only about a five hundred. Wait, hang on. Is this a different wine? No, it's the same one. It's it's uh, it's only a small bottle. Oh, okay, okay. Was it? Uh, is it? Is it? Say three seventy five. Three seventy five. Okay, so it's only the size of a can. So. So you spent three times. So somebody spent. I'm not going to say who spent three times the amount that you normally do, and yep. yet you yet you made them, yet it tastes worse yep. than what you go for. And it's yeah. only half the size. Yeah. Remember what I told you and last time. And it's the wrong time? color. Remember when you went for the fancy Byron Bay beer and you told me, "Oh, Daniel, it's terrible." And I, I berated you again. <laughs> I said you went for expensive booze and you were disappointed. Uh, this is like a, this is deja vu all over again. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'll, but hopefully I'll forget about it in the morning. Because, uh, and 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 actually that, that that brings me to a song which um, we played on the Mint Factory last week. You can go and check it out on okay. uh, AMR podcast on our website. It was the Phoenix Foundation's track "Decision Dollars." Have you heard that yet, Dan? No, I haven't. Oh, I haven't. You played you played oh, the Phoenix Foundation. It is brilliant. It's about it's it's all about hangovers and and bad choices. Oh. In you know you can, you've got a choice. You're sitting there. You know you shouldn't have that next drink, but you do anyway. Bit of Phoenix fan. Uh, I've checked that one out. I, I will uh, say it, it really is a fantastic song. And again, it's one of my favourites of the year. I was surprised you didn't play it actually, because uh, you, you, you are off the piss. So I don't like um, to lie to the folks at home, and I, I don't think I came across it this week. So I'll, I'll check it out yeah. later, folks. Go and check it out. Yeah, it's a cheeky, cheeky extra recommendation on the house. But um, yeah, those those last two tracks um, um, was it? Um, get, get onto a sec. Hold hold up a second gap before you get your horses ahead of yourself. This uh this 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 rating on this particular beverage, I give it um I give it two and a half. It's middle oh, of the yeah, road. That, uh, that, two, <laughs> what were you drinking? What's it? What's that plant called again? Two and a half fucking grass meow Malaysian bullshit <laughs> jelly or whatever. Done. Okay. All right. Thanks, yeah, Selena. Yeah, what, um, what? Please, please get more garbage <laughs> to make him drink as as garbage as you can find. Uh, if yeah, anybody has we, any, we really appreciate that. Thanks, Selena. If anybody has any stellar recommendations for the alcohol review, please let me know. Actually, even better, send us a sample because that way I don't have to pay for it. I, I I had this company call me and say, "Do you want a beef jerky sample from for our radio station?" And I sent it back. Yeah, we love beef jerky, and they never sent it. <gasps> The scam, the horror. Yeah, it was. It was like just like our page instead, oh. and I, okay, but they didn't know. We we should didn't get to jerky. Didn't like our page. Damn it! Ah, uh, that enough of that bullshit. That just put me down. Um, you quickly wanted to mention something just before too. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Which, 
Do you want to? Uh. Do you want? Do you want to? Um, I was going to say before we get to the next songs. Uh, did Did Loz want to say a few words? Uh, yeah. Do you want to pop yeah. her on on the mic? Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Oh, Mister D- Mister D. Mister L. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show tonight. I uh, I will never forget it. You know, Loz, it was a pleasure and a joy. I never say joy that much, but the fact that you've you've reminded me that word exists is, means I'm going to say it all evening. Uh, it was a utter joy. Uh, to have this joyous occasion where you joyfully came on the episode, I did. You've um, you're gonna you're gonna mention. We're gonna mention before we go to the uh, other songs. I should mention this is my little spiel, Loz. So so don't don't interrupt. Get Gareth to tape down your mouth for the next thirty seconds. Uh, I just want to rem- remind <clears throat> everyone. Sorry, of course- <laughs> what if Dan? <laughs> Sorry. In terms of taping down, you can just ask me to let you talk oh, no, and finish was- what you need to say. I don't huh? need to be gagged. I'm just reiterating that I so can I be quiet. Okay, okay. I have. I've mastered the art okay. of Zen. Okay. I've done okay. many meditation courses. I, I can tune in to nothingness if that's what you want. No, no I will tape. Do that. No, no, right no adhesive required whatsoever. She's no mastered the art required. of. She's as I will listen to you, Dan. Still as a pond. I but, will change your name from Big Dan to Dan Zen. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but, of course, as always, please check out the AMR socials, of course, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please check out Bar Talk socials on Facebook and YouTube. Don't forget our YouTube channel. Uh, and, of course, please check out Bar Talk on anywhere you get your podcasts, whether that be Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Deezer, uh, I think there's um, apparently Amazon po- is coming out with podcasts soon, so maybe we'll be there soon. But uh, iHeartRadio and all the other joyous ones that are out there, links are all on our website, which is of course AustralianMusiciansRadio.com forward slash bar hyphen talk, or go to Acast uh, shows.acast.com forward slash bar talk, or as always, wherever you get your podcasts. I should mention as well, Loz. Uh, actually, this week, this weekend, I'll be, I'll be. For those of you who are keen, keen-eyed listeners of the show, will of course remember that Turch from the We Only Take One podcast has come on a couple of times, and now it's my turn to return the favour. So this this weekend, actually, I'm going to be. Uh, well, this this next week, I'm actually going to be um, going on his show. So when you get a chance, go and check out the uh, latest episode of the We Only Take. We Only Do One Take podcast, where I'll be uh, chatting all things, Woo! all things fun and exciting. Yes. Only fun and exciting. Yes, and hopefully I'll be doing some more crossover episodes too with other podcasts. It's um, in the works, guys. All right, Dan. Well, don't what? forget you heard it first here on Bar Talk. Oh, it's always it's always we we we're the the main breakers of news these days. There's no other there's no waves. Other, we are the most reputable news organization. Breaking genres. Yeah, and exactly. we did, of course, forget to warn people about the cultural diversity uh, that can happen on this show. <laughs> That's what I'm all about, and and um and stylistic diversity as well. So Ooh, speak- yeah. speaking of, I uh, got a couple of folkier tracks to end the night on. Loz, beautiful. Um, let's let's mention the first one, Maya. With mother's daughter, Maya, I actually had the pleasure of knowing personally uh, through the open mic scene here in Melbourne. She's a talented singer songwriter and um, acoustic performer. See her playing around every now and again, um, and she's one of the one of the artists I'll be keen to see out and about in the community again when things open up. She's come out with her new single, Mother's Daughter. That's mothers with an apostrophe, um, which is out now, and she's doing actually a a live Facebook single launch this Friday. So, go and check that out on her Facebook awesome. page. But, yeah, it's a bit about- the, Apparently, it's about, like, the um, the discomfort of, of moving to a new city and the the uh, 
the challenges associated with that. So, yeah, cool. Wow. Cool stuff, Maya. Very good. And, Loz, what are we playing after that? It looks like Kim Churchill, Out of Love. Out of Love. Not Out, out of, of Love. Out of Love. Out of Love. Yeah. Uh, Kim Kim Churchill is a is yeah he's he's made a, quite a name for himself over the last few years uh, in the Australian music scene and this is his brand new single as well. Uh, it's a coming it's kind of be coming off his new EP The End. So this is his second single for that. Mm. And I'm a fan of linguistic. Is linguistic a pastor or is that a term for language? Oh, it's an it's an adjective I think. Okay. Yes, linguistics, this, linguistic, that. Oh, I love uh, language. I, make, I, make, I, I do too. I, I, however, I do make a lot of linguistic fuck-ups, for those of you wondering, mm-hmm. as, as you guys mm-hmm. well know, which I know is, is where everybody gets their- which is, I, I know where everybody gets their laughs, me tripping over the words. Well, we'll just cradle you through it. Salavi, salavar, as I said earlier on. Hold me tight. What is that even? I don't even actually know what that means. Is that French? I, is that kamasi, kamaso? Kamasi. Uh, who knows? No, no, it's a uh, uh, Savoyard, probably. I don't know. Come what may, come what do. Quesada, sada. Quesada, sada. Yes, which is Spanish. Yes. What will be, will be, folks. Mm-hmm. But um, don't don't wonder what will be. We know what will be. Uh, we're going to play got a couple of awesome tracks coming up, but both beautifully arranged acoustic ballads. Um, and what a great, relaxing way to end this, the episode, don't you reckon, Loz? I am ready, Dan. Loz, of course, as always, when can we when can we find new episodes of The Mint Factory <laughs> and where can we find them? Well, we can find them on our Facebook page, AMR Australia, or we can find them <laughs> amraustralia.com.fm. Uh, Ooh, nearly. <laughs> this is where I need the tattoo, Dan. AustralianMusiciansRadio.com forward slash the hyphen the sorry the hyphen mint hyphen factory it's it's just click on the mint factory button on the website you'll see it yes um but yes sorry for those out there i'm so much of a free rolling spirit (laughs) i'm just so in the moment (laughs) don't forget the instagram too gareth's been a very good boy lately and he's been getting active on the instagram again so give us a follow chuck us a follow and send us a story uh, of instagram story while you're at australia.com Yes. AMR underscore Australia.com. Yeah, uh, there's a com somewhere in there. Who knows? Um, anyway, let's let's get let, let's let's um Loz, thank you for coming on. Thank you for being awesome. Thanks for having me, Dan. I really appreciate it. No problems. Um are you, are you excited to play the songs now? I am very excited to hear these two fabulous songs to take us out for this brilliant bar talk podcast. Please, please tell us these names of these lovely songs. We've got Maya with Mother's Daughter. And Kim Churchill with Out of Love. See you next week, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, Dan. Fuck off. (laughs) I thought I could define all that I was not. Woman was enough to liberate my cause. And now I sit with the discomfort of what they want me to be. They never what I wanted to see You're on your own You're away from home You are a fish out of water And you're your mother's daughter You're on your own You're away from home You are a fish out of water And you're your mother's daughter
trust in men hasn't turned around so don't you worry your pretty little head he instills the fear and then wonders why you're stressed you're on your own you're away from home you are a fish out of water and you're your mother's daughter you're on your own you're away from home you are a fish out of water and you're your mother's daughter And thousands of lands You were coming up strong Finding yourself all part of the plan Now Does it always come and go somehow We were looking outside Heart beating to the world With our feet on the ground I was somewhere between enlightened And unraveling all that I'd found Now does it always come and go somehow? I'm leaving here I set up for my days I'm not enough for you Not enough for you to stay Then comes the fear Of breaking away The courage up to the courage up through the things that I needed to say. I'm out of love for you, out of love for you, out of love for you. 
Australianmusiciansradio.com <laughs> 